how are you today? Good morning to everybody and to you individually, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I wish we could do this face-to-face, but uh, this is the best we can do for now in our technology. This is God Talk, and this is Dan Smith, and we're talking about post-resurrection, so what? So what? Jesus rose from the grave, so what? So we're talking about the victory motif, that when Jesus came, he came down not just to die to pay a price or those other metaphors, but in this particular metaphor, Christ won a victory. And he won a victory over Satan and the whole demonic world when he rose from the grave. Uh, you think about in the garden, the final battle. Christ takes on all of our sins and Satan is whispering, it's not going to do any good. <laughs> just just go home. You know, No one's going to care about this. This is not going to work. You're going to be at a grave and you're going to be dead. Just one more Jew dead in the grave. And Jesus begged God to let him quit, but he had to fight the battle alone, alone. And if he gives in, we're all dead. He stays with it. He says, it is finished. He wins the victory in the garden. He dies on the cross. He shouts out, it is finished. And he wins that battle in the resurrection. Satan thought he had won. And he had Christ dead, sealed in a in a cave with a stone and a Roman guard with every demon in the universe with just one job. Don't let him out. He said he was going to come out. Don't let him out. And we win. And the universe is ours. And God rolls away the stone, calls him out of there. And Jesus shouts it out. Revelation 1, 17 and 18. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of what? The demons. Death. I was dead and behold, I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and hell. What a great passage. The demons have had it as the name of a book. They had their time, but their time is over. The battle was on. Everything was at stake. And Christ won. He came through. That's it. Desire of Ages 782, we mentioned yesterday, when he saw Christ come forth in triumph, he knew that his kingdom would have an end and that he must finally die. So now we talked about demonology 101, now post-cross, now maybe demonology 301. What does this all have to do with us? How does that jump to us, transfer to us? Some would say Christ is our example. All right. If Jesus could do it, then we can do it. Just copy him. Watch him. You want to play like Jordan and watch videos and do what he does. Well, for most of us, that's, that's hopeless. Number one, he won for everybody. When Michael Jordan makes the last shot all by himself, one against five, the whole team won. The whole city won. The whole stadium won. All of Chicago won. So uh, we were we moved here to California, but we were still with Chicago for a few years as long as those same players were there. Even though we weren't in Chicago, when they won, we felt like we won, and we were world champions. When Lincoln won the Civil War, all the blacks were free. Blacks today don't have to go and fight another Civil War. That one Civil War and the one Emancipation Proclamation settled it, won it for everybody. So that battle is over. So it says in one in our fundamental belief, number 11, he who subjugated the demonic spirit during his earthly ministry has broken their power and made certain their ultimate doom. When David cut off the head of Goliath, <laughs> Goliath was done. He could not come back and hurt them anymore. Number two, I think we have to realize if he did it once, he can do it again. I was dead and behold, I'm alive and I have the keys. So he had the keys and he can do it over and over again if he wants to. And he will for us. Because I live, you also will live. Satan has many demons, but God has more. They're powerful. God is more powerful. They are just created the beings. They get their life today, every minute, from God. God has life from within himself. They do not. So that first resurrection proves he can do it again. When God calls, he says, my sheep know my voice. And all the Christians will come out just like Jesus came out. 
and God can do it over and over again. I am the resurrection and the life. Number three, it means Satan has been shut up. Revelation 12, verse 10, for the accuser of the brethren who accuses them before our God day and night has been cast down, has been cast down. Jesus won. Shut Satan up once and for all. His sins are gone. You can't come back on us. I used to uh, wonder when the little moment in one of the Indiana Jones movies, maybe about the ark, uh, he would be in these pyramids somewhere and be all these snakes. And I said, how did he tape that? record that with the snakes all around them. I mean, I would dream about it. I grew up with snakes. We've had a lot of snakes here at our house. And then I found out later they had a glass wall <laughs> between him and all those snakes. There was no way they were going to get to him. Jesus is that glass wall. Satan has been shut up. The accuser of the brethren has been cast down and he cannot get to us. The other metaphor I use is a car wash. You know, you're in a car wash. You're going through there. My little dog jumped in my lap. He didn't know. I know they can't get to me. I'm good. Number four, we can win every single time against the demons. That's just what I believe. Christ never lost. We don't have to keep losing. We can have victor, victorious streets. And Jesus says we can go from faith to faith. The same victorious Christ that destroyed Satan at the cross of the resurrection can live inside you and inside me and win every single battle. First John 4, 4, he who was in you is greater than he who was in the world. Christ never lost. Every time he confronted the demons, he cast them out. They all left. Not one stayed behind. We may still have demons around until the second coming, but I think we can be demon-free. Desire of Ages, page 320. Satan cannot hold the dead when God bids them live. He cannot hold in spiritual death one soul who in faith receives Christ's word of power. God has delivered us from the power of darkness into the kingdom of the Son, Colossians 1.13. If we receive the word, we have a deliverance. So I'll just finish today with a couple little stories. You know, this is a, uh, I think from Watchman Nee, and he talked about they were having a war in China, I assume against the Japanese, but I don't really know. And the soldiers were in this tank, and the tank was broken, so it couldn't go anywhere. They were, they were stuck there. But inside the tank, no one could get them. You know, bullets just bang, bounced off it. So they waited until night, hoping the war was gone. One guy raised the hatch and looked around, and a sniper shot him. They quickly brought the hatch back down. The others waited 24 hours. You're stuck inside that little thing for 24 hours. Another guy opened the hatch, and the same sniper got him. Eventually, that sniper killed them all. As long as they stayed inside, they were safe. But they kept looking out and wanting to be independent. Same in Iraq. You keep thinking about how these kids would die over there. If you can make black boxes that nothing can break them in airplanes, why can't they make Humvees and tanks with, with that so that nothing can ever hurt you? But we couldn't do it. But with Jesus, we have that. Ephesians 6, verse 16. Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That's what the Bible says. We never have to lose. Jesus never lost, and we don't have to lose if we would truly let Jesus demonstrate his full power in us. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So may you go live a victorious day today. God bless you. Whatever you face, whatever you do, Jesus can handle it. And the God is inside of you, and you have power, resurrection power. God bless you. This is God Talk. We'll see you tomorrow.